Yeah, my name is Tamsin. Some of you guys might have met me before. Some of you guys might not have. I have been living in Edinburgh for eight years now and have been at Central for a while. I um, get to hang out with the students and work on staff, which is a joy. And I'm missing them a whole bunch at the moment being in lockdown. But that's me. And today we get to look at um, Luke again, which is really exciting and maybe not as exciting hearing my voice while doing it. But I'm going to take a page from Crystal's book, if you had listened to her last week, and say that if you haven't got a cuppa or a coffee or a sweet treat, then this is your moment to pause and to go and get that. And when you come back, I would advise you to find a safe space within your house or your flat or your garden, a place that is away from the kids, away from your flatmates, that is just a quiet um, space where you are not gonna be distracted. So I'm gonna give you a moment to do that so you can press pause now. So we're gonna be looking at Luke 18, 15 to 17 together. So if you have a Bible, go and grab it. Um, but also you can totally just Google search this. So again, it's Luke 18, 15 to 17. So it says, people were also bringing babies to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. When the disciples saw this, they rebuked them. But Jesus called the children to him and said, let the children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly, I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. So anyone that knows me will know um, that I have a few loves. I have a few things that I love to do. And one of the things that I have definitely taken up since lockdown has been reading more children's books. Um, <laughs> so I, what have I been reading? So I've just finished reading Charlotte's Web, um, which I've never read before. Didn't know the story. It's great. Apparently there's a movie. So if you find the movie, send me the link. And I am now reading The Secret Garden, but I've also got Peter Pan and Mary Poppins and The Little Prince. I've got all sorts, which I'm very excited to be delving into. Um, and I also love children's movies. I got all of the students to watch Horton Hears a Who with me last year because I absolutely love it. Uh, it's amazing. Last summer, I was reading a lot of C.S. Lewis and the Chronicles of Narnia, which if you haven't read, I would strongly recommend. I basically think that C.S. Lewis is an absolute genius. Um, if you don't know much about him, I've got a few fun facts. So he has published over 30 books and they're in over 30 different languages. He's sold millions of copies. His work has been cited by many Christian theologians and church leaders. He has challenged and changed our perspective of Jesus. But I love that his biggest influence was the Chronicles of Narnia. This is a novel that is made for kids, but it's a novel that has really altered and challenged so many Christians' understandings of who Jesus is. Um, it's got amazing deep truth 
but it's simply spoken. And that's what I wanna want us to reflect on together in this time. It's that the gospel is a deep truth which needs to be simply spoken. I think that C.S. Lewis has hit on and absolutely nailed something really profound, which we miss so much of the time. It's that we overcomplicate um, the truth of the gospel. We put flowery words behind it and, and we put really fancy theologians' points of views on it, which I'm not saying is a bad thing, but I'm saying that we miss the gold sometimes that actually the gospel is a deep truth which needs to be simply spoken. That's what C.S. Lewis did. He was a theologian, but he wrote these incredible kids' books that conveyed the message of the gospel in profound and deep ways. The truth was, and pause it if you don't want to know the Chronicles of Narnia if you haven't read it yet, but Aslan, right? He's Jesus. That... Um, he died in our place as humans because humans did stuff wrong. There was a punishment needed to be paid and that was death. And so Aslan died for humans so that they could be saved. And that is Jesus. That is the crux of the gospel. If you look at um, the gospels, the like Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, if you look at Acts and the early church, you see this amazing gritty, real and genuine story of um, of people fumbling around, trying to figure things out, not really understanding, but they know that Jesus lived and died for them, that he met with them and he was real, that it was a deep truth simply spoken, that these disciples, they weren't highly educated people that spent four years doing a theolo theology degree. They... Um, they were people that um, would have struggled with fancy language and communication, but they were the ones that formed the early church and they were the ones that put in structures that meant that there was momentum to Jesus's ministry when he went to heaven. And I love that, um, that it shows that the gospel is for everyone and that it shows us that sometimes we miss the point that we need to be like children, as this passage in Luke tells us that um, it says in verse 17, truly I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Because we sometimes fluff about the point so much and skirt around it instead of actually looking at the gold, which is the simplicity of the gospel it's a simple truth. It's a truth that children grasp and understand, that they get on board with and they run with. And so we need to look at the children. We need to look at how they interact in their faith and we need to learn from them. I've been loving um, watching the Central Families on Sunday morning and genuinely a big shout out to Hannah Lockhart. I've been learning so much about David and um, and his bravery and his faith through Hannah's teaching. Um, I've been, if you haven't watched it, I'd strongly recommend that I've been learning so much from looking at the, the childlike faith and we all need to do that so much of the time. And I know that there is a time for the deep and the complex and the highly intellectual stuff, but there's also a time for the simple truth.
And so I just want us to spend some time now um, reflecting on that together. Where have we overcomplicated our faith? Where have we um, made it so confusing that we avoid thinking and interacting with it? Where do we actually just become drained from our faith? Because we think that it's all about deep, complex thinking instead of deep truths simply spoken. So I just want to pray for us now, wherever we are in that safe space, in your room and um, your garden, wherever it is, we're just going to pray together. God, we are sorry for where we have overcomplicated our faith. We're sorry for where we miss the point, the true message of the gospel, that you lived and died for us to save us. We thank you that this is a message that is for everyone, from every background, for every age. We ask that you would remind us afresh the deep truth simply spoken. Holy Spirit, Jesus, Father, would you meet with us afresh? Amen.